Hi guys. Welcome back to RT Share Tea, where respiratory therapists live out loud. With me, your host, Linda Frock, the asthma lady. Yes, welcome everybody. Welcome to anyone new. I'm super excited because I have a new guest co-host. Yes, 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 to 2024 lined up. Today, I have Joe Lewis, better known as, no, also known as the respiratory coach. Joe. Okay. Before I let Joe do his thing, I'm going to read his bio and just going to let him take over the show. Okay. In 2021, after 10 years of adult emergency and ICU experience, Joe Lewis began teaching full-time at the community college level. Throughout the years, Joe has continued, pursued the endless task to adequately equip respiratory therapists with the knowledge, critical thinking skills, clinical ability, uh, sorry, clinical application skills, as well as compassion, empathy, kindness needed to provide exceptional respiratory care services. Yes, you can find Joe's teaching, leadership, and inspiration on YouTube and various social media platforms at Respiratory Coach. Hi, Joe. <laughs> Happy to have you. I'm so Thank glad you. to be here. It's uh, I love watching the Asthma Lady, and uh, you're one of the podcasts you do. So it's uh, it's an honor to be uh, here as a co-host with you here today. So thank you very much. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right. So, Joe, I ask everyone that comes on, I have my story. All the RTs have their story. So what? got you into the RT profession? What made you say yes to respiratory? That's a great question. Uh, you know, I was 19 years old and I'm going to share this with the world right now, maybe for the first time ever. Um, I uh, graduated high school, went to Texas A&M University and lasted there exactly two semesters until I fell out. A huge disappointment uh, for my parents. And who wants to, you know, let your parents down? Uh, but it happened and I was uh, honestly 19 years old, lost, had no direction, nothing new. Like most 19 years, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I found myself one evening in a conversation with uh, two uh, older gentlemen. To me, they were much older. Uh, oh. And now I'm their age. So uh, I realized they weren't <laughs> as old as I thought they were. But uh, one of them was a respiratory therapist. And okay. he asked me, he said, hey, have you ever thought about working in healthcare?" And I said, I don't think I have. And he said, well, I'm a respiratory therapist. And, um, you know, is there any interest? And he told me a little bit about what they do and stuff. I was like, that sounds cool. Okay. And he said, my sister is also a respiratory therapist and she's nice. actually working on shift tomorrow night. Would you like to go shadow? Oh, nice. And I said, yeah, I would love to. And I went and shadowed. And I think that was probably the first time that I could remember. Um, I grew up around going to a lot of funerals as a kid. Wow. Uh, but but not a lot of hospitals. And so I, I don't even know if I can think of a hospital visit that I ever went to mm -hmm. uh, prior to this time. And I set foot in, uh, I met this lady, the 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 RT for that, that shift. Okay. And I didn't even know if I was dressed appropriately. I mean, I was in the worst outfit you could imagine, right? I mean, this is the 90s <laughs> to the hilt, right? 19, you know. It, it was so bad. And... Anyways, I found myself in a pediatric intensive care following this person around, watching her do stuff. I had no idea what she was doing. Uh -huh. But I'll tell you what grabbed me was from the moment I set foot in that hospital, uh 
and and in that ICU and just could feel the 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 suffering that was happening mm -hmm. I knew I was where I was supposed to be yeah. and um I left there on an insane high like this is what I want to do mm -hmm. I didn't even know what an RT was still I mean right. I I just followed <laughs> one but I still didn't even know what I was getting into and uh I I I went back home and I filled out my application this was on a Thursday Friday, I uh, Friday morning, I went to the school, Amarillo College, submitted my application, and at Friday, about twelve thirty, met with the the uh, director of clinical education uh -huh. and was accepted into their final spot um, of their program that made twenty four of twenty four. Got the last spot. Look at I that. I got the last spot, and <laughs> uh, and I've never looked back since then. And so, uh, yeah, that's how the I got into it. Memory, it, it, Joe, you remember the date and the time and everything. I don't remember the date, but I remember the time. I remember <laughs> I remember sitting there and thinking I was hungry because it was lunchtime. And at 1230, I get called in the office and he was like, well, congratulations. If you want to do this, you're accepted as the 24th spot. And that's the last one. And um, and that changed the course of my life. And uh, I'm always in debt to that individual who uh, accepted me on that day and uh, taught me what I know about respiratory therapy, at least my base foundation, you know, to get me started. But I like to right. say, like a lot of people, a lot of people don't find respiratory therapy. It's I think correct. respiratory therapy finds people. Correct. It, it, it's, it's so like the more people I have on and I hear the stories, it's so true. Everyone kind of stumbled upon it yeah. or it just like, like I saw a sign on the door and I was like, yeah. it said, do you have asthma? I was like, I do have asthma. <laughs> I was like, not even knowing anything about ventilators or right. like that. And I read the sign and it said, do you like to help people? I like to help people. And, you know, and I was yeah. like, oh, I, I, I have to see what this is stumbled yeah. upon it <laughs> yeah well we got to change that narrative though we got to find a I, way to get people to seek it out as a profession man. instead of just waiting for people to stumble into it we got a massive shortage nationwide and and we as a profession and i'm talking about everybody we all got to come together and make this thing Correct. cool and um, i totally agree we are speaking the same language and yeah. that's why i like the direction that the aarc are now going yeah. in the nbrc because it's true, it's it's all of us though. We can't just right. let them do it. Um, the way even what we're doing on social media right. and just making it seen out there. Because there are a lot, I know a lot of kids that are young sitting on their on the couch, not knowing what they're going to do. And I'm talking about people in their twenties, okay? Exactly. Uh, using mom mom's money, <laughs> don't yeah. know what to do. And I'm like, if you're not scared of some blood and uh, some mucus, I mean, come over here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it, as simple as this. I um, was traveling in, uh, I was in Connecticut this past week and I met this waitress and she was friendly. She, you could tell she cared about people mm -hmm. and uh, we got to talking and she revealed to me, she was, she was, I think, I, you know, I think she was like 41 years old okay. and I asked her, I said, have you ever thought she was like, I don't know what I want to do. I've been doing this for, she had been waitressing at this, at this restaurant for, I think the last, I don't know, 13 or 15 years. And she was like, and I just don't, I know I don't want to do this forever, but I don't know what to do. She already has a psychology degree. And okay. I said, well, have you ever thought about respiratory therapy or another health science program? Mm -hmm. um, because you've got all the skills and, and what she had the most more than anything else is the the care and the kindness, right. you know, and, uh, and she was like, I'm too old. And I said, girl, get out oh, of here. Not. not too old to do anything. Right. 
And so we have to start talking to these people. When you see these people, you know, I, I went through a Whataburger drive through the other day and got some breakfast. And the guy at the window was so kind and outgoing and personable. I was like, that, that I, we need him in respiratory therapy. That's what I'm saying. And uh, yeah. you just have to let them know that it's there. Correct. Correct. I love it. That's what when I saw, like when I see stories about respiratory therapists, I remember, remember when the football player, he yeah. went into cardiac arrest last yeah. year. And that story, and it was like respiratory therapists were on the field. I right. took that story and I sent it everywhere because I want people to know what this profession is about, good vibes, and letting them know, like, listen, we're we're everywhere. We're on the football yeah. field. Like, yeah, I, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, no, me neither. You're exactly right. So, uh, yeah, it's more awareness and and make it cool. Make it cool again. Come on. Uh, like, hello. It doesn't. So we got to get like. Look at you and look at me. Like, hello. Yeah. We're, we out here chilling, but we, we know how to do do the profession and, and right. make it look good. I mean, have a good That's time. exactly right. That's <laughs> it. That's it. That's the name of the game. <laughs> Joe. Okay. So, so, all right. Now, what motivated you to become an RT Pandora? You are a true respiratory <laughs> therapist and an entrepreneur, RT Pandora. What that right. first of all, I love that point, RTpreneur. Um, <laughs> right, so it's kind of weird because uh, it, it kind of was an accident, but it kind of wasn't because I've always been an entrepreneur at heart. I mean, mm -hmm. when I go back to my kids, I mean, yeah. I was always my, my, my childhood days, I was always flipping things to make money. Me too. Um, <laughs> it was just I've always had a kind of a business mindset. And mm -hmm. and always a desire to create something um, that is my own. And so that's always been built inside of me. And for years, I would try to ignore it. I would I would I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to I'm just happy here. I got I can do this for another 22 years, mm -hmm. you know, and just be OK. But I would wake up in the middle of the night sometimes just going. There's something bigger. There's something there's more. something more. I feel it. And um, feel intuition. You feel yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And and so uh, I made a switch from one college to another. And when I went to that second college, this is how it all got started. Mm -hmm. uh, the students were asking me to help them with uh, different learning processes. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I was I was just their clinical instructor. And I don't say just to minimize that. I'm saying I wasn't in the didactic classroom. Right. Yeah. So they were bringing all these classroom concepts to me in the clinic setting and I would teach them. And then the next day I would get a new group and I would have to teach them. And then the next day I would get a new group and they would say, Hey, you know, that thing you did with the other group, will you do that with us? And I found myself spending a lot of time reteaching the same thing over and over and over. Wow. And, and it took time to do that. And, and it was time I was glad to give the students. But at the same time, I realized there had to be a more effective way. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I said, you know what? Uh, you bring the question to me and I'm going to put a YouTube on it and y'all can get it all. Y'all get it mm -hmm. whenever y'all want it. You can watch it multiple times. Yes. But I'm not going to be repeating this, you know, eight times in two weeks. Like <sighs> I'm going to do it once and now you have it. And so that's where the YouTube channel started. Okay. And and then it kind of took off in the first year. I hit a... um. I hit a, a, a thousand subscribers about 10 months after launching the yeah. YouTube channel. Huh. And I started getting questions, 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 questions. And, and my wife laughs at me. She's like, Joe, this, what are you doing? Like, she thought I was wasting my time. And I was like, I think I, I think this is uh, something that's needed. I, I, I hit something here. Yeah. Right? 
yeah, yeah. I, I said, I said, you know, I think this is something that's not really out here and something that um, I've got a skill set for. And, mm-hmm. and I'm finding that my reach is now larger. And it, and I was excited about my larger reach because right. instead of impacting 14 students in the classroom, I was now impacting a thousand Thousands. students yeah. across the country. And, and anyways, it kept growing and kept growing and kept growing. And then of course, COVID hit and everybody went to virtual Oh, oh, and that's when it that's when it landed on me that there's there's something that um, people are looking for that's not already out there. And right. that's when I went all in on the virtual education world. Nice. I mean, so necessary. Um, I think and I totally can relate now that I'm teaching. Right. I'm like a new yeah. adjunct professor world. I definitely nice. congratulations. need to talk to you. <laughs> offline um I need like a coupon code I'm gonna send some kids to you because I cannot repeat I I can't Joe but we'll we'll talk about that later um but yes so necessary and so um innovative just knowing that there was a demand for it you you were ahead right and you listened to the intuition even though wifey was like what what you doing (laughs) like sometimes the spouses uh it it can be like that (laughs) yeah um I have a supportive husband as at at home as well but it it usually starts off like that you want to 100 (laughs) percent yeah yeah she's very supportive uh she's very supportive now but in the early stages and she just revealed to me just the other day um, I've got some exciting news that I can't share yet, but some exciting news coming out in the next couple of weeks that um, she uh, she said, OK, she said, OK, now I get it. I, I have to admit, I doubted it for a fair portion of time, but um, <laughs> I'm proud of you and and what's happening here. So anyways, exciting stuff. And uh, and and yeah, that's how it all that's how it all happened. I mean, I, I, I love that. And and it's always a, a blessing to have a spouse that that. They are just like, you know what? I'm along for the ride and I love it. And um, with that being said, segue to that, because how do you balance the demands of family with entrepreneurship and everything you have going on, you know? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, You know, for me, I've had to learn to shut it down. So when when my family gets home in the, the, the early evening, late afternoon, whatever, however you want to look at it. Uh, you know, I shut it down. I don't, I'm not up here creating content or, or working on anything after they get here. So I pretty much know from the time they leave in the morning, right. about six 30 till about four 30, that's the time I got to get everything done. Right. And, and that's just, that's just the way I work. Um, I didn't always work like that, but I, I adapted. And I think that's the most important thing is when you find yourself being stretched too thin, yes. then you're doing too much, and you need to you need to listen to that intuition also, and yes. say I got I got I got I got to find these boundaries, and um and so that that's a, that's an easy boundary that I follow. Uh, beyond that, uh, over the last year, I've started traveling a lot more, and okay. so you know, I noticed I very, me too. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I have very strict uh, rules when I travel, and okay. that is is that um they never exceed more, more than two nights a week. Okay. Um, now I'm not saying that that can't be pushed a couple of times a year, but for the right. most part, you Play know, if I leave on a Monday, I'm back on a Wednesday and, and I just, I use, I utilize technology. I utilize, uh, you know, FaceTime and, right. and uh, Instagram messaging and, you know, all the different visuals that I can to call 
uh, my wife, my kids, my parents and everybody to even when I'm on the road, okay. a couple of business partners that they always, they said, Joe, you're always talking to your family. That's how I balance it. Right. I just don't leave for two days and say, see you on Wednesday. And you're not going to hear from me from two days. Even when I'm on the road, I'm, I'm still communicating with them. Every time I'm in an Uber, every time I'm on a break, every night, you know, we, we do our night routine. We just do it in a different manner. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. you know, it's, it's, um, it's just being intentional in realizing that yes. what you're doing is important, but it's not more important than the people that you're doing it for. Correct. Correct. I, I totally, totally agree because I also had to figure out that balance. Um, especially as a, as a mom, I don't know how old your kid is, but your kids are, but I have a two year old and I had to really figure out, yeah. um, just how to navigate and right. in, in wearing all these hats and wearing yeah. when to transition the hats. And then of course you have to pencil time for yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I, absolutely. I, I, yeah. So, so the entrepreneur space, I love it. Um, but you definitely have to figure out the time management. I absolutely. had to learn that, you know, you know, and the, and the, and another, just a little sidebar to that. Cause you said all the different hats, because like you, I wear a lot of different hats also. And Sometimes you have to realize when it's time to hang a hat up. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, so sometimes you realize like, okay, this hat, all the hats. it's, it's, it was good while I wore it. It right. kept the sun out of my eyes, but now it's time to put that hat away. Yes. Because, and not um, afraid. Like yeah. you just, I, I feel like there's a, um, a time for everything. There's a, yeah. there's eventually a time. And I, and I've said this too before on, on different episodes of my podcast and with others, um, there might be a time where I no longer need to be the asthma lady. Like, and, yeah. and that's fine. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Yeah. just not being, um, afraid to embrace new things and, and, and just learn how to yeah. shift pivot. Yeah. If you yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. I mean, this good. you know, I look forward to the next respiratory coach coming along and, and, and welcome that, you know, because I'm not going to be, you know, we're not going to be here forever. So there's going to become a time. And I think the most important element of that is being aware of when that time is. I, my, okay. my friends know, they they know when they look at me and they go, Joe, it's time to hang it up. They know that they, they come to me and say, Joe, it's time to hang it up. Because, um, you know, sometimes I, you can hang I, on to I, stuff I, for too long. I, I love that because it's true, you know, and for, for me, when a door opens for, for me, I try to not let it be a door only for me. It's like, right. if I could get someone else through the door too, it's like, because I, I, I know it can't just be me. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? So right. I'm, I'm for it. I'm for it. Right. Uh, people will ask me, Hey, Linda, I want to start a podcast and I want to do this. I, I encourage folk go yeah. for it. Do yeah. your heart's your, your heart's desire, go for it. I love it. And, um, I love just seeing diversity and women and then yeah. there's folks like you, just, just all of these different flavors. That's what oh, I want. 100%. Love it's it. It's fun love to see. Uh, yes, we do it good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, good, good, so, good. Thank you. So yeah. So <laughs> what strategies do you use to stay informed in advancements in both respiratory therapy and, um, and entrepreneurships, like, uh, cause I know, like you said, you do 
all of, you know, you work with students. So how do you yourself stay on top of everything with things are changing so fast? Do you understand? For the regulatory the side of things and education side of things, uh, you know, primarily in the student world, even though things are moving fast, but the TMC content outline for success on that exam to become an RT, it it does not change every year. Okay. And so, you know, it, that, that there's some consistency in that from that perspective. Now, when you start talking about evidence-based practices and stuff like right. that, look, you just got to stay up on it. And that's, right. you know, you get this question a lot, but how do you stay up on it? You just have to intentionally read the evidence that's coming out. Anytime something catches my ear, I mean, think about think about lung ultrasound. Right. You got two options here. You can be the RT that says, I didn't go to oh. school to be an ultrasound tech. Right. Or you can be the RT that says, this is coming mm -hmm. and we can't stop it. And I'm going to become the expert in it. Mm -hmm. And and that's really what you have to do. You just have to I, say, it's ahead. coming. And so nothing stays the same forever and nothing lasts forever. And so you might as well just be abreast of the information and the knowledge that's coming down the research pipeline. And, you know, it's also fun to, to get to know some of these people, you know, um, Dr. Brady Scott, a, a, a big researcher in the world of respiratory therapy, you know, right. it's, it, it's fun to, to see his work. Um, one, because I like the, 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 the content of his work, but it's also, you know, somebody that I consider a friend and I go, you know, if, if my Brady best friend cool. was to write an article, I would read it. Mm -hmm. And so, He's fun. You know, the more you infuse yourself, and this is really all it comes down to, the more you infuse yourself with your work, it's not work to stay uh, on top of, of what's new because you're excited about it right. and you want to know, you, you know? Love, right. So it's it's almost like you, you don't have to pull teeth to do it. It's like, oh, no. so what's going on with, with the asthma stuff for me like that too? Yeah. When I see something new, I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I learned something yeah. new. And I am a, a sharing is caring person. So I also right. share. I'm like, oh, look, this is something new out here and spread it to everyone. If, right. Especially if I know right. if it's useful, you know? Yeah, 100%. I love yeah. that. And I think career-wise, I think this is sometimes why some people get stuck, you know what I'm saying? Because they have set in their ways and they're like, I've been doing this for 30 years, 40 years, and they don't want to hear the new stuff. I was like, oh, and it's right. like, that's why, you know, there might be some, uh, some unhappiness or um, yeah, they just feel stuck. But it's like, if you just saw it in a different light and it's like, this, this stuff is coming. It's like, you can't stop it. Um, yeah. I don't, I just, learn and become the expert hello 100 yeah, percent. i mean that's, that's what it all can be i'll just start in here real quick i think people get stuck because they stop learning and and what people what, what here's what needs to here's in my opinion one of the thing that's missing is is that it's the it's the it's the excitement of learning and having conversations related around the complex issues of respiratory therapy i mean i spend my days working here um, in my studio and creating content. But believe me, there's multiple times throughout the day where I get on a 30 minute, 40 minute, hour long phone call with, you know, Hunter Hicks, Teresa Grego, JJ Valdez, Stacey Cutts. Uh, just the list could go on and on and on right. for other RTs. And we just talk about things and 
the amount of knowledge I gained from hearing another person's perspective yes. is insane. insane. And I learned something from every single one of those conversations and I love having them. And, uh, and it's because we're talking about them. We don't talk about last night's episode of whatever show is, I don't even know what's on TV anymore. Um, I don't have time to watch TV. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but you go to you go to you go to uh, you know break rooms across the country, and the conversation is about whatever's on the TV station. That TV should be turned off and thrown away, and the conversation should turn to complex issues related to respiratory therapy. I'm telling. And just talk. And and when you do that, it's because you love it so much. That's what it is. You talk about what you love, and I love it so much that I can sit here and talk all day. Yeah, I I I totally agree. I just. There, there is an excitement when you know that you're, um, that you shine, that you enjoy something. It's, it's once again, it's not, it's not hard. (laughs) It's like, I I can keep, I can keep doing this. It's because I enjoy it. I am enthusiastic. Um, and, and oftentimes I've said this before, people call me the asthma lady, not because I know everything about asthma. It's, it's not possible because the information, like we said, everything new, something new, like every five minutes, but it's the, the vibe people feel when they talk to me, when they meet me, how excited I am. I literally feel like, especially in the community, in high-risk communities, I feel like I'm saving your life with what yeah. I'm telling you. And yeah. I want you to receive this information and they can see this, this empathy, this, this passion. And, and yeah, I'm excited to be there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's, and, and it's, um, for me, this is what's helped me in my career. Just, just right. being able to pick jobs and assignments that align with my mission that and right, this is how right. to be how you do it pick something you like as uh you know a subspecialty within the field there's so many people right. just be so stuck uh they feel stuck in like if they're in an acute care setting and not happy i'm like well th- right. there are other things you can do yeah 100%. <laughs> Hello? so yeah yeah, do find something else that excites you and intrigues you and and dive into it with all of, and 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 the the impact that you have on other people and through these conversations sometimes it may seem small to us but I mean we can we can impact so many people without even knowing it just by talking about it <clears throat> and talking with each other collaborating more with other disciplines to yeah. reignite that flame that that people feel like maybe as diminished or I mean I get messages all the time from people just say man I just feel stuck I feel burnt out I feel I feel time, something and I tell them to dive in further I say call me once a day I promise you won't feel stuck long you understand what I'm saying me too I'm like I'm like I'm here and that's why I do this I'm right. here to inspire people like I want to share these perspectives because it's true we don't right. we don't it's not it, it, it's going to keep us in the same place if we keep hearing from the same people, the same, yeah. just, we need to, especially with respiratory, we we come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah. We're all over the country. We do different things. And it's just uh, impactful to hear all the different perspectives. And yeah. so well, that's why 100%. I continue to do stuff like this. Yeah, 100%. Yes, yep. yes, 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 yes. Joe, we are... Speaking the same language, yes. That's it. That's it. <laughs> love what we do. It's easier to speak the same language when you love what you do. 
Yes, 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 yes. And and so that's why I love these segments with the guest co-hosts and just people who are owning their careers. And that's yeah. why I continue to do this because I tell folks, own it. Like, it's not about your supervisor hating who you are. It's not about, um, you know, people hating on you. These things do happen, but just take control of your career. Like, own it make conscious decisions 100 percent. that's it yes okay uh we doing good joe <laughs> finally so what message do you have for our listeners um with those especially those wanting to blend the healthcare expert expertise with entrepreneurship so first of all it comes down to having a vision what, what what's your what's your what's your goal in if you're trying to 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 step out into this entrepreneurship world and you want to start creating either content or YouTube or a podcast or whatever it is or all of the above um mm -hmm. a newsletter I mean whatever whatever it is you want to do and however you want to do it you got to have a vision for what it is right because without a vision and without goals you 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 can very easily be torn from side to side and lose your way very, very quickly. It's happened to me multiple times over the past five years where I have to realign with what my vision is. Yes. Because um, you will attempt to get pulled out of it. And then once you have that, I really believe the most important thing is finding a way to be consistent with it. Yes. Um, you know, I, I've, I've shared tips and tricks on starting a YouTube channel with multiple people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the reality is, is that uh, my tips and tricks apparently aren't very good because none of those channels have actually become um, into existence and still active today. So the whole goal here is, is you know, you if, if you want to do it, you have to dedicate yourself to it. You have to do and it. I tell that's you, it. do it. That do it. So I think what the I think what the the I think what the real undertone here is is that people think entrepreneurship is some glamorous lifestyle okay. that oh you just get to sit around all day and just post okay. a little piece of content here and there and that's really not what it is at all. I mean I'm I working every day all day long um to 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 stay up with the multiple tasks that I have in my my entrepreneurship role and artpreneurship role mm -hmm. and um you know it's it's not easy and I think that's where that feeling starts with is like, oh, I like that. That looks fun. I could do that. And what I want you to know is, is you can do it. Anybody can, but don't do it because you think it's easy because that's not, that is not the truth. It is hard work. It's, it's dedicated time. When you see a, a 15 minute clip and you're like, oh, yeah. Okay. Believe me, that 15 minute clip was not uh, a 15, I mean, 15 second clip or a 15 minute YouTube. Mm -hmm. You didn't see all the work that went into mm -hmm. that, to that clip. And, um, and it's a lot. And so you really have to be dedicated and, and, and consistent and persistent yeah. and ignore the haters. Huh? Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you do or how good you do it. Somebody's going to have something tacky to say. Something gonna say something yeah ignore <laughs> i just i just tell them thank you every single I say, time i get you, all thank you for yeah. participating thank you for your yeah okay <laughs> yeah yeah you, they're, they're you learn pick a fight 
<laughs> that's right. They want you to crack. They want they want you. Everybody feels like who they see in the social media world is not who that person really is. So some of these hate comments that come your way, they're they're trying to expose you um, to show how tacky you can actually be in a negative yeah. response. And just don't even play that game. Just I, let it go. I, I don't have the time to play. Yeah. No, I love it. Listen. Yeah. This is your, I, first of all, I feel like everybody in the world knows you already in this space, um, but please, this is your chance to plug away. Please plug. What did you, what do you have coming on, uh, coming on? Where could we find you? What you got new? Plug, plug, plug. Oh, uh, 2024 is going to be an exciting year for me. I'm working on uh, uh, several new digital products to help continue to support students along their journey to becoming an RRT. Um oh. You know, I'm I um, working more in the education realm, uh, out and about the country, working with uh, critical transport teams and nurses and um, different disciplines to help increase the awareness uh, of mechanical ventilation and importance of understanding mechanical ventilation. Because let's be honest here, as an RT, your your vision can be blurred because you think. The, the only people that are receiving mechanical ventilation are in places that have RTs. And that's simply not the truth. There's a lot of people right this second in the air somewhere, in the back of an ambulance somewhere, in, in, in some facility somewhere in, in rural America that is has a mechanical ventilator that's running without an RT in that room. And those patients deserve quality management and care, just like everybody else does. So a lot of exciting stuff happening around that. Um, and then finally, you can find me at, uh, I'll get out of the way here, Respiratory Coach on YouTube, Instagram at Respiratory Coach, TikTok at Respiratory Coach, and then at Joe Lewis on LinkedIn. And then always send me a, feel free to send That's me an email, email. respiratorycoach at gmail.com. definitely going to put everything in the description. I will be plugging some students uh, to you because... <laughs> I'm yeah. telling you, you we'll we'll figure something out. Um, but can, thank you. We're, we're running out of I'm sorry, time. Real quick, can I just I say one more thing? Go ahead. One more quick, ten seconds here. Go if ahead. I can make one selfish plug for anything, I just want to tell people to care. Care. Yeah. Care and kindness. Care, care, care. Guys, oh my God, Joe, thank you so much for being here with us. Guys, thank you, thank you, thank you as always for being here for tuning in. Remember, we are here every Wednesday on most uh, podcast platforms and every Thursday on YouTube. Remember to invest in yourself and to only compete with yesterday's version of you. I will see you next time. Thank you, Joe.